you ready for retirement? Do you feel comfortable about your years of retirement? Many women don't feel ready or have some questions that need to be answered. Welcome to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement with Maria Lucasen. We've got some amazing guests and terrific ideas to make sure you are preparing and enjoying retirement. Now, here's your host, Maria Lucasen. Yes, hello and welcome everybody to today's show of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement at the Empowerment Channel of Voice America. It's the largest radio platform in the world of talk radio shows. Welcome to all my listeners here in the United States and Canada. But I know there are also listeners in Germany, in Ireland, in Japan even. So very welcome to the show. Anywhere you are listening to this show live or as a recording, I'm very grateful that you are making time for you to find out more about the topic of retirement. It's my great pleasure to present this series of shows and bring subjects that will help you in planning and preparing for the next chapter in life. My name is Maria Lucassen, and I am excited Besides talking with our guest expert on this week's topic, I also have some wise women words. I have a quote of the week and a tip or some resource for fast action takers. As always, I want to start off with the affirmation for this week. An affirmation opens the door. It's the beginning point on the path to change. In essence, you are saying to your subconscious mind, I'm taking responsibility. I am aware that there is something I can do to change. When I talk about doing affirmations, I mean consciously choosing words that will either help eliminate something from your life or help create something new in your life. Affirmations are like seeds planted in soil. Poor soil, poor growth. Rich soil, abundant growth. The more you choose to think thoughts that make you feel good, the quicker the affirmations work. So this week's affirmation is, I release all resistance to money, and now I allow it to flow joyously into my life. And topic of today is people are, women are worrying about having enough money to last all their retirement. So if I am thinking that I release all my resistance to money and I allow it to flow through my life, I'm attracting the money. So it's an affirmation that I do frequently to make sure that money keeps flowing in. So it might be something very helpful if you are in a situation that uh, you want to attract more abundance of money in your life. So I now like to um, tell you a little bit more about myself. I am a retirement coach. Besides doing this radio show, I help women find their um, purpose, uh, and joy in retirement. I help them go from a job or being unemployed 
next chapter in life. Yes. And the COVID-19 actually is, of course, a situation that has forced many women to do an early retirement because they were laid off from the job. Sometimes you have to take an unplanned early retirement if you get sick and you can't go back to work or you take it because you are a caregiver for a parent or your spouse. That are all reasons why you might have to take an unplanned or an involuntary retirement. So if that happened, then uh, it's necessary that you can reassess your situation where you are in right now, so you can create a future for you that has purpose. Often I hear women talk and say, hey, I, um, uh, I just retired and I don't know what to do. It's nice to sleep in, but I'm getting tired of sleeping in. So if, you, if that is you, then feel free to either send me an email and I can send you an assessment or you can click on one of the banners on the host page and that will get you to my email as well. And then I can send you an assessment for you to do so you can see what your current situation is, uh, which areas you're doing well and which areas um, we could or you could focus on and improve for making your retirement, your next chapter, a happy one. So if that is the case, go ahead and do that. I um, uh, Last week, I talked with um, Mary Bess Franklin, and she is a writer, and she has an awesome book about social security. And we will uh, not talk about social security this time, but that is going to be part of your income for uh, your retirement. And that's what we are really talking about today. So I would uh, like to introduce to you and welcome to the show today. My guest is Cindy Hanslen. Cindy, hello. Hey, hello, Maria. Great to be here with you. I'm so glad that you have time today to be on our show because it's a nice follow-up on the social security topic that we had last week with Mary Beth Franklin. She talked, she knows you, so she asked me to say hello to you from her. Yeah. And she found out that you were yeah. speaking, that you were my guest today. So I want to let the listener know a little bit more about you before we get into the, the actual discussion. So I'm going to read the bio. Cindy Hounsell is the president and founder of the Washington-based Women Institute for a Secure Retirement. She is an attorney and a retirement expert. Mrs. Hounsell has been widely quoted in various media and publications, including the New York Times. She was in Forbes, PBS, Next Avenue, so many different magazines and famous online versions as well. Mrs. Hounsell also serves as director of the National Resource Center on Women and Retirement Planting. And the center operates in partnership with the U.S. Administration on Aging 
and through the center, Mrs. Hansel provides technical assistance to national organizations and trains leaders and grassroots advocates across the country. Ms. Hansel has testified before Congress and has served as a delegate for a number of White House summits and conferences. She has authored many chapters, columns, booklets that focus on women's retirement issues. Mrs. Hansel was awarded a Lifetime Achievement Award by the Plan Sponsor Council of America in 2018, and she was also named an influencer in aging by PPX Next Avenue in 2015. Ms. Hounsel was named by Women's E-News as one of the 21 leaders for the 21st century, and Money Magazine named her one of the 40 more money heroes for helping women secure their financial future. When I'm reading this, Cindy, I know you are the perfect guest today to talk with me about women and their financial future in retirement. So let's just talk a little bit about what that means for women right now. So in, in, in general, um, why is saving and important and um, t tell us a little bit more about how that um, affects women more than men. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for that lovely introduction. And um, yes, I am like the, uh, you know, I'm focused on retirement. I never was until I worked for a company for almost 12 years and I, they froze the pension benefit. Um, and nobody knew what that meant. That was like 25, 30 years ago. So I, you know, I was driven to find out like, what does this mean? And what it meant was that I myself was going to like probably be in jeopardy as a baby boomer, um, you know, who now didn't have a pension. And I, you know, I didn't know anything. And most of my friends didn't know anything either. And when I came to Washington and all I did was learn how women, you know, were, were underserved by the retirement system in a lot of different ways. And so, you know, uh, people ask me still today, why women? And I say, well, because there are many more older women than men. They live longer, um, yeah. you know, the life expectancy. And, and, you know, they're like at age 65, there are almost 6 million more women than men then. And, you oh, know, wow. the men end up like, yeah, can you imagine? And the, the women then, you know, of the 85 plus population, you know, that's close to 70%. So, you know, we're going to live a long time. And we all know women that are widowed, um, you know, who lost their spouse, right. like, you know, and, and live single for many years. Although, you know, um, the men all get to remarry um, when they lose their wife, you know, they almost all, always remarry. So that means they have someone to help take care of them. Right. Yeah. And, you know, yes. to like hopefully cook a few meals and, you know, right. all the other nice things that, you know, women like to do <laughs> so yes. for men, you know, especially um, yeah. the old fashioned women at this point. So, yes. 
so that anyway, that makes, you know, for a big thing for women is that if you're going to live a longer life and for Hispanic women, they live longer than, you know, than um, any of the other um, uh, groups of women like white women or even uh, black women. Um, they live three years longer and then they end up with like the lowest benefits in Social Security and all of that. And um, I can, you know, I can talk about you know, some of the reasons why that happens, but yes, um, please do. You know, women, please tell us. Yeah. So why, uh, one of the things yeah. I wanted to say is that women, you know, women need to pay attention. And the one thing is that a lot of times people will say to me, oh, it'll all take care of itself. And I say, no, it doesn't all take care of itself. You, you have to do something, you know, it's like your right. car doesn't take care of itself either. You have to put gas in it. You have to make sure, you know, that it will run, that it's, clean yes. every so often and and yeah. so you know the important thing is that like hispanic women make the least of you know any other you know uh demographic uh group so right. um you know we all hear about pay equity and what women earn and you know there's a lot of different issues around that books and books and books and studies and studies but you right. know what i think women need to do is pay attention to their own you know how much income you have coming in. You know yeah. what it takes to cover your bills, right? And if yes. you can't cover your bills, then you have to make sure that you cut out some of those bills. I I talked to someone yesterday who was telling me that when she got furloughed a number of years ago during the economic crisis, she started she was she started looking at every bill that she had and seeing what she could do um, you know, to like lessen her her bills. And and so, you know, she looked at, say, her cable bill and she thought, you know what, I'm going to start watching all of this on my Internet. I have, I have to have Internet because, you know, I, everybody has to have Internet, really, even though a lot of Nowadays, people don't yes. have access. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you you need to do that. And if you're job hunting, you know, you have to also do it because how can you apply for jobs these days if you don't have, you know, if you don't have some way to do it online? So, exactly. So anyway, she, you know, she said she looked at every single thing. And I think that's something we, you know, we all have to do um, and just pay attention uh, to what income is coming in, what bills need to be paid and, you know, how, how you're going to make it work. And I, you know, I often say to women, even low income women, you know, they know where their money is going because they know they don't have enough of it. You know, they're living paycheck to paycheck, so they can't afford to, you know, like walk sometimes I go into you know the pharmacy and you go in for one um you know one item or something, and then you come out with three bags because you see they have tissue on sale or whatever whatever they have yes so, anyway, yeah, um I agree totally with you here on that that uh, first tip really that we are giving here to our listeners is that um you need to see. If it doesn't, then you need to look at your bills and see which ones you can eliminate. And internet nowadays is is a kind of a given indeed that we need that uh, for many reasons, not just for entertainment, but also like you mentioned for job hunting or other matters. Nowadays, banks are taking everything online, so even your finances you might be able to do online uh, on the internet. 
um, if you uh, do not want to go into a branch anymore. So that one of the uh, reasons yeah, that this happened, you mentioned, is that there is still this gap in equality with regards to salaries. What are some other financial challenges that women could face? Well, aside from, you know, what we just talked about, the, you know, how uh, women on average, you know, all women lumped together make 82 cents on the dollar. And, you know, um, there are all different versions of this number, but that adds up and, you know, depending on on, um, your salary and all of that. But, you know, you can lose up to $500,000 over a lifetime just due to, you know, earning less. But, as I said, the most important thing is sometimes, you know, I see people just get stuck on that. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll have a workshop and, you know, people will all be focused on that. And I say, yes, that's important. But what do you have in your, what does your employer offer you for retirement? And most of the women in the, won't even know, or they won't have even asked anybody, or they won't have even thought about getting a job where you have a retirement plan, you know, where maybe you'll get a match from your employer. And so right. I think it's really important to sort of be comprehensive about, like, where, you know, in the same way, how can I get my bills down so that I'll have more money to save, but how also can I bring in more income? And, you know, I don't, I'm not saying this to lecture people in any way, because I think during the pandemic, you know, people have, um, you know, I have one of my friend's daughters who's 16 has like started selling uh, all her friends use clothing, like, you know, they don't like some blouse, you know, so they give it to right. her to clean out the closet and, and then they sell it online. And so I, I just think, you know, for some people, it's easy. For other people, you need to find a job because that's what you need to find, you know. And, and um, you know, you're not going to go sell things, you know, like at the market or, or something. So I think you know yourself. If you're spending, you know, like too much money on personal care, like, you know, you get your nails done too much or whatever it is, it doesn't mean you don't ever do that. You just have to decide that, you know, like this is taking up too much of my money. I have to use one of these visits, you know, to like go save some money. So opening up, you know, knowing knowing what you're spending your money on is also really important, I think. So, you know, there are all these options that women have, um, you know, that to get them started. And I, I, I like to, we, we have an article that's on our website called Building Your Future Retirement Paycheck. And it was in a, it was in a collection of articles, but I think it, it really helps you think about, um, you know, even if you don't have, you're thinking like, this is a bad time and, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, earning the money that I need to, and I'm living off savings and or I'm borrowing money, you know, from, from various places or whatever, what, what you need to start thinking about is get, get your paperwork in order. Like sometimes you feel better when you get all your documents there and you take control and you think when I do start working again, or, you know, if I get my unemployment, then uh, these are the things that I am going to change because this is a good time to be thinking about changing. Like you said, with your affirmations, this is like an opportunity too. And I, I'll tell a quick little story about myself that 
I, I had also, you know, gotten divorced. I ended up buying a house and three months after I bought my house, it burned down. Um, oh. I mean, it's made of brick, so it could be renovated. You know, it's in Washington, D.C. But, I, yeah. you know, I lost all, everything that I had inside. And it, once I had everything, you know, was like you're looking in the rearview mirror and it's all behind you. And, you know, mm-hmm. you have like uh, debt on your credit card and all these other things. And I thought, you know what? And to myself, like there is no blue sky day where you can where you can say this is the day I'll start to save. So I did. That's when I took really big charge of my finances, like right after that disaster happened, you know. So, yes. Anyway, I think everybody, you know, everybody. So I look at this and I, I, you know, at this time and I think, you know, I'm glad, too, that I started saving and just, you know, didn't let my own money like dwindle away and practice what I was preaching because I was working at Wiser already telling women, you know, what we need to do. And I needed to like make sure that I was doing my own part for myself. So. Yes, yes. And I'm, 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 I'm uh, glad that you used this example, really, because like you said right in the beginning, it just is not going to happen. It doesn't work out. Um, you just can't live your life and spend all the money and then hope that when you retire, it all of a sudden appears or that you will have uh, so much money. Um, that you can live happy and uh, in the lifestyle that you want. You indeed need to start saving for your retirement while you are still young, while you are still working and uh, not having a 401k or a 403, I think it's when it's a teacher, um, at your job or having it and not using it is another thing. Um that are, of course, not good decisions for women if they let that opportunity pass by, because that is free money in a way that you get extra from your employer, uh, because they match for a certain percentage. That uh, also, if if you get indeed money from your employer and you can save it, you still can save. Right. Exactly. And that requires so, you to look at your expenses and indeed say, okay, um, do I have to have my nails done every week or can I do it just once a month? And is that sufficient too? You know, so you, exactly. you have to adjust your situation because that will allow you to save some money. And it doesn't have to be big amounts. Uh, you can Start with something small. If you start young with just $50 every month after 10, 15 years, you will have amassed still quite a little amount if you did it not just in your savings account where you at the moment just get 1 or 2%, but maybe you started investing in, um, in something that gives you a little bit better return on your money. Yes, the long, the earlier you can start, the longer you can save, the more you can amass, of course, if you are, are doing this. Yeah, so that is uh, indeed um, a really good reason uh, for women to, 
it's not just in um, before they retire, but the same in retirement, looking what are your expenses and where can I cut down uh, on my expenses so that I can make my um, expenses, can pay for all my bills. Um, yes. So um, do you have any um, tips on how women, uh, or tips, Sorry, let's first talk uh, any common financial mistakes besides what we talked about right now. Uh, are there other financial mistakes that you see women making? Yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the one of the things um, and you just you just said, uh, you know, part of it is that women need to understand the programs that they're going to rely on. And your, your guest last week, Mary Beth, I'm sure went over, you know, so many of the, you know, the ways to like increase your social security and not oh, yes. lose out on benefits and all of that. And, and the other thing is that everybody needs to get their, their social security statement. You can get it online. You can open up a, my social security account. You know, they, they, uh, you can Google that. It'll give you, you know, a link right away, and then you'll know what your earnings are. Make sure that they're, you know, uh, they're reported properly and not missing, and all of those things that you talked about. So I think just knowing that is that's one of the systems you're going to rely on. You need to, you need to really do that. If you didn't do it when Mary Beth told you last week, do it because you say, you know, like I'm going to do it this week. Um, so it's, it's fa failing to, you know, to make a plan or to take action in some way. And just getting that document is a way to, to take action. Um, and then, you know, not knowing how much you're going to need. So we've already sort of talked about that, like, you know, figuring out, like, this is how much money I'm going to need. And then remembering this is the biggest mistake that I see, not just women, but couples who plan and all of this. They, they look at the money they have when they're 65 or 66, which is the full retirement age for Social Security, yeah. and then mm -hmm. they think that that's going to be great when they're 80 or 75. And inflation, you know, everything, the prices go up. So I always, I always say to my friends when they tell, you know, they tell me, oh, I haven't saved enough and all this, and, I, you know, I say, listen, yeah. Have you ever had a year where you say, you know what, I saved too much money and all my bills went down? Who knew? No, your bills <laughs> never go down. Your bills always go up. So why is that a surprise to everyone? You know what I mean? Which means you need more money. So it's not like you're, you say, oh, I have it all here. You know, we have enough money to live on. No. And I have a lot of friends that I see in that situation who didn't think about inflation, you know? It, it right. happens. So you, you well, need more money. Not Never mind that you're going to live to be, you know, like what what's milk going to cost when you're 100? I don't know. You won't be drinking milk then. You won't be worried about your bones or anything. So who knows? You know, yes. what, but everything costs more money every year. So that's why women need to, you know, pay attention to that. And that's why it doesn't take care of itself. And then, you know, finding also like finding someone like you're talking about, you know, a counselor or a coach, you know, that will get you to the point where, you know, you will want to make sure that you're saving. And and the other thing I always say is that, you know, you, spending too much money on grandkids or the kids, your own oh, yeah. kids. And you know what? 
You don't need to do that. People, I mean, one of the things I learned, and I never had small children. I raised my stepdaughter, and she was she was seven when um, when I married her father. And, um, you know, she lived with us and everything. So, I, you know, I, I taught her how to be a saver, too. So she, she, she learned she's in good shape. She didn't start. She started off pretty rocky. But, you know, she uh, definitely, like, improved as she went along. And, and I realized it's spending time with the kids. That's what they want. You know, even if Mm -hmm. you just watch them do whatever they're doing, playing their game, you know, getting something to drink while they, that that's what they want. They want you there to pay attention to them. So you don't need to be spending way too much money on the kids and grandkids, especially when you don't have it. So, I mean, I have a lot of kids in my life and you know, I, um, I mean, I always find ways to treat them, you know, like for birthdays and things like that, but not like, um, I, I'm glad I stopped myself from doing that. I practice what I preach. Okay. Yes. I, I agree totally here with you, what you're saying. Um, yes, it, it seems to be that, um, giving presents and spending money on, on the grandchildren is the way to go for many grandparents because um, it apparently gives them the feeling that they are taking care of them. But I think having uh, experiences together of doing something is much more valuable for the kid. It learns much more and it will remember grandma and grandpa doing this with them but it will not remember the, the special car or whatever it is that they were able to purchase. So I see it's time for our break now. Listeners, I hope you are enjoying the show today. We will be back in a few minutes and talk a little bit more with Cindy Hansel about how you can make sure that your money lasts in retirement. I'll see you in a few minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you been wondering, is this all there is in life? You've been a good worker year after year. You've checked off the boxes and retirement is near. Or maybe you've been forced to take early retirement. These are supposed to be the golden years, yet it feels empty. You feel all alone, questioning your life direction. Or maybe you've experienced a medical scare or find yourself caring for elderly parents or kids who've moved back home. You're unmotivated and passionless, left pondering what you're going to do with the next chapter of your life. You're not alone. You're in the discovery phase. As retirement expert Maria Lukasin says, it's time to step into freedom and fulfillment so that you can live your best years yet. First, you've got to learn to adapt and thrive during uncertain times. Find out how by getting your free next chapter assessment. Just click on the banner at the host page or email Maria at MariaLukasenHQ.com. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
You are listening to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. To reach Maria Lucasen, her guest, or the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send to Maria at marialucasenhq.com. Now, back to Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Welcome back, ladies. I hope you enjoyed the show so far. And if you did and you're listening on one of the podcast channels like iTunes, iHeartRadio, then please leave us a five-star review so that many more women can find the radio show. And also, if you have any questions or comments on the radio show, please feel free to email me at Maria marialucasenhq.com and I will answer them personally by email or if it's a question, I can answer it on the next week's show. So please feel free to do that. Um, And then we will now go uh, further with the conversation that we were having, this interesting, very interesting talk about how we can make our money last during retirement. So one of the things we were talking about expenses earlier uh, before the break. So what would be some tips that you could give, other tips that you could say, how can women's money last a little bit longer? Well, I think, you you know, I think it's important to prepare for that. Um, You know, social security is one piece of it. And that the good thing about Social Security is that it doesn't run out, right? It's a guaranteed yes. income every month. And so exactly. the more guaranteed income you have, um, you know, if you have a, a 401k or, you know, something like that on your, on your, um, uh, at your job, there are going to be ways to buy a lifetime income. There, there's been some rule changes about a year ago. And, you know, employers will be able to offer annuities so that you, you, you can purchase, you know, uh, a plan that is like your own pension. And so I think, you know, people have to look carefully and make sure that it's a good deal. And employers, you know, this is going to be new for employers and they don't want to be, they don't want to be liable for like, you're not liking whatever the offer is. So, it's going to be complicated to begin with, but that's another reason where the reason to have guaranteed income is so that you will be able to pay those basic bills like your Medicare premium and your 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 rent or your mortgage, whichever you have. Um, those are just your basic bills. And also, you know, the fact that you, you may need supplemental uh, programs, you know, to help pay bills and people... People don't really prepare for that. So that's another big thing is the health care, um, you know, challenges of paying for to make sure that you have care throughout your old age. And I think, you know, it, it's one, once you know that, you can prepare for it. Um, but that's important. And, you know, some of the ways you can do that, as I said, to, to have guaranteed income is important, but it's also important to have uh, flexible cash available. So having an individual retirement account if you don't have your your employer um 401k is an important part of what you you should be doing um yeah. and you know you're I'm not going to go into a whole lecture on 
which individual retirement account you should purchase because there yeah. are rough IRAs and all of that. But you can talk to right. at least a financial planner or a coach about how to set that up. And and mm-hmm. it's like anything else. You just keep putting whatever money, you know, you get back like tax returns or whatever, whatever it is that's going to help you get a little chunk of money and keep building it. You're going to be building your future retirement paycheck, as I mentioned. So knowing knowing how that system works is also really important. And understanding if you're in a 401k, you need to understand like how the money is invested. You don't have to become an expert. You don't have to teach a class. You can go to the default often and, um, you know, you while you're figuring it out. Um, and so you can get a target date fund, which is tied to the year that you want to retire. So maybe the year you want to retire is 2050. Then you look at the 2050 retirement fund and see whether, you know, there's money in stocks and bonds and, um, you know, how, how they're allocated or split up. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, it's important just to know the basics so that you're not putting it all. And I, I've got the same story from women who are financial planners whose husbands won't listen to them and, oh, yeah. and find out that the, that the husband moves all this money into, like, cash you know, because they're, they get nervous about the stock market going up and down or whatever <laughs> at a time when the market is booming. So it's not just women that make these mistakes. It's just that women need to have more money and they, and they start out with less. So, right. Yes. Yes. I, I, I see that. Uh, I mean, uh, I totally get it, especially uh, there's so much that, uh, is on the internet where they are writing, especially now with the COVID-19 situation as well, where they are talking that the market is going to crash and that stocks are going to devalue and all that kind of things. And if you listen to all of that, then you get worried. And indeed, then you think, okay, the best thing to do now is to have all my money in cash. But that is for sure not uh, a good way to do it. It's good to have some um, cash flow um, because you need right. cash or, or money in um, um, investments. And it's not really investment. It can be a money market account or something where you easily can withdraw money from without losing anything or just maybe half percent or something. Uh, it's not really if you invest in stocks, it's going to be much more dramatic if you have to take money out and you have to use these these stocks uh, to get the money. So, yeah, you always have to have money in a more fluid uh, source that you can use if you if you need it too. So and I, I liked how you explained um, what really the basics are for when you retire, where you definitely need uh, to have enough to cover with either your social security or with an additional source like an, an annuity or an IRA or something. Um, so do you have, uh, I always hear for um, distributions, you have to do, take them at a certain time. And there's something that says uh, you have to take a specific or a certain amount. They are, I read about 4% and that kind of thing. What do you think about that? Is that indeed the best way how to 
look at taking distributions from those uh, retirement accounts that that we have? Well, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna answer that, but I'm gonna give you another funny answer, and that is if you can work and you can find a part-time job and not you know and not be using those retirement accounts, then that's the best thing you can do for yourself because the longer you wait before you start tapping them, and now the the age got moved up to seventy two. And it's also there. There's a bill that I think will probably end up passing at some point in the next year in Congress that um, that it wants to move that age up to 75, so that you're not forced to take out money. You know, like like right this year they they suspended the uh, requirement that you take a minimum distribution, which is what you're talking about. And, you know, yes. that's a quick name for that. Everybody says is RMDs. And a lot of times people don't even know about it. I have, I have adult children, you know, calling and saying, I, you know, I, my mother is smart. She knows how to do this. She's in her eighties, but she never knew she had to take this money out. Now she hasn't, she had some small account from some job and didn't know, and nobody told her and all that. <laughs> yeah. You know? So the point is, you know, it's like knowing what you have and then knowing that it's subject to certain rules is why, you know, you need like a lot of times at least to go to a financial planner or a counselor who will say to you, give you a list of things that you should be paying attention to. And we have a lot of that information on our website too. So, you know, people can find it and then use it to go talk to someone. Um, And I, I always say that I think, you know, it's like going and getting your will done you know, you can find financial planners or counselors like, you know, that will just help you like make a basic plan and tell you sort of what the issues are. Um, and I, I just think it's important for everyone at some point to sit down and do that. Um, I mean, that's how you that's how you allow yourself to sleep at night. You know, <laughs> so you're, you're thinking about all these things. And then, you know, sometimes we the other thing we hear from women is the children are long grown you know, there are grandchildren and they're, they're still paying, you know, um, for, for the, the, the woman is paying for uh, life insurance that has really high premiums, you know, well, maybe you don't need that, you know, at some point, like, may, you know, you make a choice, like, I want to get my kids through school, yeah. or I want to, you know, I want to do certain things. And then, and then, you know, you have like, you know, long-term care insurance, some version of that or, or something, you know, that's going to help you in your retirement. So, because, you know, you, you've raised your kids and you've done well by them. And so you, you know, you have to start looking out for your own issues. And so I think that's also really important is like doing an insurance checkup and finding out like, what do I need? You know, what can I afford? Um, what's available? And the the other thing that I wanted to make sure that I said something about this, too, is that we have the National Resource Center with the Administration on Aging, and there are so many programs for older people that if you don't have enough money, um, you can go to, you know, you can go and find out what you're eligible for. Sometimes people can find out that they're eligible for a heating uh, supplement, um, and they didn't even know that their state had that. So there, there are places like Benefits Checkup um, that uh, the National Council on Aging, uh, you know, uh, operates. Um, and, and all you have to do is put your zip code in and very little information. You don't even have to put identify yourself. And you can find out programs that may help you 
with your own mother or your own grandmother who need more money for their own retirement. So. Oh, I, I like that last tip because that's indeed something many uh, of us don't think about, that there are government uh, funding available in, in many ways to help with heating, especially up north, is a big part of the expenses in the winter time, and uh, it's, right. it's 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 really great if that is available for older uh, women and men, of course, too, that have difficulties or not have not enough funds uh, to pay for all of that besides the really basic. Uh, necessities. So, yeah, if you know about those and you can help either a parent or for yourself later in life that you know, hey, maybe I should look and not be afraid to ask and not feel bad to ask or think uh, there's many women who have not sufficient saved and will not get a high social security that who will need that kind of resources to make ends meet because uh, that is that's all they have i uh, last week we talked about social security and that is for a lot of women um the the only income they have and that is not a lot that's not a lot if that has to take care of everything in your life yes so um i loved it too with the uh, tip that you gave um, not to pay for life insurance anymore if your kids are grown. Um, yes, sometimes you think, uh, I, I still get those things in the mail, you know, that they say, hey, you need a life insurance. And I think, uh, do I need a life insurance? Hey, I, I don't have kids, but even if I would have kids, I wouldn't uh, do it anymore if they have their own possibilities to earn a living and take care of themselves financially. So, but people not always realize why they have this insurance in the first place. So, um, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that uh, on our conversation today. So what do you think about, uh, we talked a a little bit about Medicare and and that kind of things. Uh, I think um, if you make sure that you stay healthy as long as you can, and then you might need less funding or less money while you retire too. So you will have a longer uh, period of the money that you have saved. Uh, do you agree exactly. with me on that? Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's really important. And you know, the other thing is, and I'm, I'm a big, um, you know, my own friends can tell you the same thing. You know, people would always be calling me saying, oh, I'm so sick of this job. I want to retire. And I'd say, you can't. So yeah, make yourself happy on the weekend doing something else. I don't know what you do, but you, you know, <laughs> you cannot afford to leave that job and you have good benefits. So too bad. Um, yes. But the, the other thing that I like to say to people is, that a lot of times, a, you know, a part-time job in retirement is easier when you're younger, like than it, when you're 82 and you can't afford your medication, right? So, yes. you know, yes. you need to, you need to, you know, try to get yourself in order. And I always say, I'm going to need a lot of pills to make me happy when I, you know, when I get so cranky in my 80s. So 
I, I want to make sure I have enough money to be able to pay for those pain medications. So, no, I, uh, and the, I, you mentioned, you said it earlier. Uh, you, the, you, you said, okay, uh, finding a part-time job that gives uh, some kind of income. A, it's something that's going to keep you busy. It's giving you a purpose in life. It's, uh, it's giving you the possibilities to make connections with other people, uh, depending, of course, on what you are doing. But yes, and uh, it's, it will help you uh, put off taking uh, the distributions from your retirement accounts much longer. So, uh, and, and that right. is what we really are talking about, not to withdraw unless you really have to. And if you are withdrawing, to do it in, um, in a sound way, in a, have a, a plan. Don't, um, at least that's my thinking, don't take the whole year amount in one go on January 1st. But maybe you can do right. it every quarter. Yeah. So like that, right. uh, your money can still earn some, some interest or some dividend while you don't need it. You only need what you, uh, what you need right then and for the next couple of months to live. So um, yes, that, that was something that, that I thought of when I'm thinking about retiring myself sometime in the future, that, that uh, yeah, um, 72 definitely is a better age if you can wait till that time, wait till that time and start not um, withdrawing sooner than that um, on it. Exactly. So, yeah. So I see already the time is creeping up on us again this hour. I don't know. I could talk for hours on these topics here. <laughs> and I, I, it, it, it goes always so fast. Uh, you mentioned earlier on that you had a really great resource on your website, Building Future Retirement Paycheck, I have here. So I, I guess there are other things, documents, so resources on, on the website as well. Um, can you, uh, I forget all the time, what is the, uh, the website address and do you have some documents that, in particular, you want to mention for our listeners? Yeah, I, I mean, one of one of the um, I think one of our our best publications, the it's wiserwomen.org, and okay. one of the, the I think one of the things that makes it easy to find is that if you're looking for something about caregiving or social security, or whatever it is, you can click on that. Um, you know, like it's it's on our homepage, and then you can, you know, you can go looking around and finding things. But we have something called, you know, uh, seven life-defining decisions um, that we did a number of years ago, but it still stands up. And I, I'd like to sort of, you know, end my, my part of this with talking for a minute just about that. That the, yeah. every every step that you take along the way, like if you go to a college and you end up, you know, with such high um, loans for that college because it's all so expensive, that's one of those life decisions that's going to affect you your whole life, right? If you yes. if you get married and you don't, you know, and then you get divorced or or whatever, you know, and you don't get part of, you don't sh split up the assets equally. And uh, uh, then that will affect you the rest of your life too. 
you know, like all the things that you do throughout your lifetime end up affecting you when you get to old age and you may not have enough money. So I, I try to stress that with people that you have to pay attention when you make the decision. Like, I'm not a car person. I, I, I got a car just recently after 15 years. I'm, I'm one of these people. I just wanted to go. I don't care, you know, how old it is or what color it is, really. I just want it to go and be a little bit comfortable. <laughs> but And then when it doesn't serve that purpose anymore, I get a new car. But I, I think, you know, you have to, if you love cars, then you buy the car you want to buy, you know, but just know that that's a big expense, you know, just make those decisions very con- consciously because it doesn't, you know, it doesn't change as you get older. So, I, th- I think it's just important to be thinking about all the things you do, whether you, you know, you, you keep spending more money rather than less money when you know you should be not spending more money. Like none of us are buying a lot of new clothes right now because we're all staying home, you know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right? That are wise words from uh, Cindy Hansel, who is the president of uh wiserwomen.org that's the website where you can find all that information Cindy thank you so much for being on the show today I think we gave a lot of valuable information about how to stretch our money when we retire I'm gonna uh, end the show with giving you a quote that's also one of the things that I like to do so and today I have If you want greater prosperity in your life, start forming a vacuum to receive it. This is from Catherine Ponder, and she's a minister of Unity Church Worldwide. Yes. All right. Thank you. You need to be a, a, yeah. Thank you. My pleasure. You need to be open to receive it. That is what this means. So if you liked my quote, send me an email. If you have another quote on this topic, I would love to get them from you. I would love to get your comments. My address is maria at marialukassenhq.com. And I'll talk to you next week again. Take care. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Women Seeking Blissful Retirement. Your host, Maria Lukasen, will return with another show next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll help you enjoy better retirement.